Ultimate Deck Podcast. Need a show about outdoor living? This is where it's at with your host, Shane Chapman and Way Lorette. Thank you for tuning in. Now let the show begin. Yeah, yeah. The Ultimate Deck Podcast. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. Wade and Shane from the Ultimate Deck Podcast here for round three. I know these came out one week apart, but we did them all on the same day. It's a lot. I have a headache. You should hydrate. How are you now? You should hydrate better. I should. I've been hydrating what, like crazy over here. You don't think monster energy drinks are doing the trick? That's, uh, it's mostly water. Before this, I no had sugar. a iced coffee from Tim's, and then I had a coffee from my house. And so I'm just like, coffee, coffee, energy drink. Oh, man. And then you recorded a video. That video yeah, you recorded. Yeah, I did. So I'm convinced that you actually watched that on 1.2 times. Because when I fired it up, it was defaulted to that too. And then when I slowed it down to one, it sounded a lot more normal. But that said, I, I was trying to rush through it. I had to have been watching it at 1.2, if not 2.2. Yeah. <laughs> it was <laughs> wild. Well, that's, that's not my fault. That's uh, fault. We're, we're playing around with some new tools, and one of the tools we're using is called Loom, and it's a way for us to deliver a video with a quote, just to like just try and bring, bring a little bit of personal touch to the to the estimates that we send out to people. And Shane built a video and then sent it to our internal team so we could watch it. And obviously I had it set to the wrong speed because it was like, and then you're going to be able to do this and you're going to, yeah. <laughs> it like, sounded like an auctioneer, man. Have energy, trying to get people to buy in, you know. Um, we just got back from Winnipeg, Canada. Uh, final year, because the reason we go there yep. is for our WRLA annual they call it a sh- product showcase product showcase um the western retail lumber association and so every three years the show moves around some other city of western canada prior to this it was calgary then it was winnipeg so that's actually not here. that it, so it doesn't typically move around okay. which is like one of the reasons we've started so i joined on the board five years ago i believe um and one of the th- things that we wanted to change was that the show didn't move much so it started in Regina, then it went to Saskatoon, and it was in Saskatoon for 16 years. Holy smokes, right. okay. And so, anyways, then, like, bounced around a little bit, uh, then went to Saskatoon, 16 years, and then went to Calgary, and it was in Calgary for six years. And uh, when we were on the board, we were discussing this, and, and what we talked about was that we have a responsibility to our membership to move this thing around so that it's, like, closer or becomes more available for different members, right? So, sure. Uh, so we moved it to Winnipeg. We were there for three years. And we knew that the time, like the day we signed in Winnipeg, we were pretty sure that we were going to move it again to somewhere else so that we could, you know. Spread the love. Right. Help the BC members, right? So. By putting it in Edmonton. So we went closer. <laughs> we're in Edmonton. Settle down, BC. We're not, like, we're not quite going that That's too far. far over because we have some, like, of course, there's always the opportunity to go there because the flights are good and the accommodations are good and the convention centers are great. But you're... Any of your retailers or vendors from Northern Ontario would have very little Trying interest. Trying to keep it somewhat central. You have to. Which means Alberta, Saskatchewan, Manitoba. Yep. Uh, so anyways, we're, we just got back from Winnipeg. Uh, it's great there. Excuse me. <laughs> that was like, that was a facetious That wasn't pause? indigestion from yeah. like saying that out loud. But uh, <laughs> everybody always says like, oh, yay, Winnipeg in January. If you haven't... <laughs> if I don't want to oversell it either. But... If you're doing a convention in Winnipeg in January, it's fantastic because the entire downtown is linked through by tunnels and skywalks and everything else. We showed up, like you were there earlier for meetings, but 
we and most people would have showed up probably on the Tuesday. Yep. And me and most people would exit on the Friday. So you're there for three and a half days. Yeah. You don't have to go outside. You don't like have I to go outside. You parked can. my truck in the parkade, left my jacket in the hotel room, and never went outside again. And in that time, I went to uh, a Winnipeg Jets hockey game. Yeah. Went to the convention center a couple times. Yeah. Well, that's not true. We went to one bar one night that an event was being held that a little bit ways away. So I guess we went outside one time. But for the most part, you can get everywhere downtown through tunnels and not have to go outside. So it's actually kind of perfect. You can get the convention center from the hotel and the rink from the hotel. And One of the great. things that I think Winnipeg did really well was they leaned into the fact that everybody jokes and, and it's like everybody talks about Winnipeg being so inhospitable in the winter. And it probably is one of the coldest places. But so just know that and then lean into it. The, the rich irony of this, though, is that everybody that's going there is from Regina, Saskatoon, Edmonton, and Calgary and surrounding communities that are pretty much the same weather. So when they like, they actually, the majority of Western Canada went to Winnipeg and it was warmer in Winnipeg than anywhere else. <laughs> right. So. Yeah. Uh, Regardless, uh, we're back from that. It's done. And now it's moving to Edmonton, which it's nice just for a change. It'll be good for a change. The convention center that we're going to go to in Edmonton will be nice. Um, the ease of walking from your hotel is gone. That yeah, doesn't I'm, exist. I got to be honest. I'm, it would not have saddened me to to go back to Winnipeg next year for that reason alone. Yeah. Because I know when we used to go to in Calgary, we used to try to get an Airbnb close close by to the BMO Center because then we could just kind of walk over and it was like, it was fairly convenient too, but it's not as convenient as, as, as walking to the skywalks. Yeah. So uh, going to Edmonton where it's going to be required to take a cab or an uber to uh, get there'll be shuttle like, there'll be shuttle services that was one yeah. of the things that was requested in the in the bid was that the city provides shuttles which is it's not great yeah but it's it's okay it's fine fine but the like the city itself should be pretty fun as long as it's not minus 50 right okay well is what it is. We'll see what it's like next year. Uh, we'll be there for a few years. Going we'll to I like going to Rogers Place and Rogers Place. Is that center center. I thought Rogers Center uh, for Oilers games excites me a little bit more than Jets games. Um, Even it, though Winnipeg is the best team Jets in the, the NHL, right? NHL right now, but there's more like more exciting players on yep. the Edmonton squad. So like, like Corey Perry, if nothing. <laughs> Like Corey Ferry, you think he's going to be there still by next January? As long as they don't have released again. <laughs> uh, okay, today's topic is very timely. Twenty twenty four. What are we expecting for uh, trends in the outdoor living and deck space? Oh, this is fun. So we have a dozen items we're going to tackle here. So we'll try not to spend too much time in any given one because twelve is a lot. Uh, number one, sustainable materials. Um. So obviously with, uh, you mentioned the last podcast that like humans are essentially here to burn this place to the ground, this whole planet. So we're conscious of that. Prove me and, wrong. And uh, sustainable materials are part of that fight. So people are kind of, like some people don't care. Some people are like, I want to use something that's a little bit more green friendly. And there's certainly lots of options out there that, that can cater to that. A lot of the materials that are used in decking are recyclable. Uh, uh, sorry, are recycled, and a lot of other ones are recyclable. So, for example, if you're worried about you don't want to use lumber, you want to cut down trees, you don't have to. You could use steel framing. It's yep. like, ah, but that was mine. It's like, yes, but it's like infinitely recyclable. Correct. So you're going to frame your deck out of it, and you're going to get 70 years out of it, and whoever takes that thing down can recycle all that metal and turn it into something else they want to. Yep. Uh, the composite on top, 95 on average recycled material. 
You're saving stuff from the landfill. You're building a beautiful deck out of it. Your railing, who knows what you're using for that. Could be aluminum, could be steel. Again, all like recyclable and, and whatnot. So it's certainly possible to be environmentally friendly when you're planning your outdoor project. Yep. Uh, integrated technology. So this is a fun one. So people, these like, much like our homes inside, our homes outside are also getting quite techy with built-in speakers and lighting and different entertainment systems. You're kind of like, why not? Yeah, and you can have, you know, sort of covered in areas where you can have a TV that's hidden behind stuff or it can, you know, pop up from yep. one of the shelves or the bars. So. Or like fire features that like dance to music and stuff. Yep. Like that's not for everybody, but like that's pretty cool. And you go to a trade show and there's like music playing. It's like, <laughs> and the flames are dancing and stuff. It's yeah. like if your purpose is entertaining in your backyard, uh, that's that'd be a pretty yeah. neat little party trick. This space has started to lean into that a little bit, which is really, which is great. Yeah. So. Smart lighting is always uh, a great option inside and out too. So, yeah. uh, multi-purpose spaces. Decks used to be somewhere that you'd go out and like have a hamburger when it came off the barbecue, and that was it. I feel like they were they were very very underused, right? You know, back in the day. Yeah. But now they're becoming whatever you want them to be. The idea of an outdoor office is still very appealing to me, if, especially as people are working from home more and more. It's like you don't have to be inside in an office in the basement, you could build yourself a small spot outside and enjoy the breeze and being outside. And, and like how much more calming is that to be sitting outside, getting some work done than sitting holed up in the house? Yeah. I, uh, I don't know that I would ever want an office outside. It doesn't need to be an office for me. But like deck is always like leisure every time. Yep. And so, but I know I've like, I spent time on the deck before with the laptop and it's like versus sitting at the kitchen table or versus sitting at a desk inside. Like if it's a nice day out, why not enjoy it while you're getting your work done as well? Yeah. Um, But that's not the only thing you can use it for. Obviously people are using it for like, it's not just single purpose anymore. There's like, people are like, I want a kitchen area on my deck. I want, and I also want a dining area. And especially when you start talking about like the, the smoker craze, everybody's like basically set this up. Yeah. And some people are starting to look towards using their outdoor living space as gyms fitness areas so you could have a portion of your deck your backyard your patio that's dedicated to a little bit of fitness equipment out there same thing if you have nice weather why not go outside and enjoy doing that stuff outside yep doesn't necessarily need to be in the living room um so yeah those multi-purposes uh multi-purpose multifunctional spaces uh definitely are are a trend that'll continue into 2024 outdoor kitchens and dining areas we just kind of alluded to that yeah there you go pizza ovens those have become a very trendy thing both like the clay ovens you can build out of like a like a hardscape type material, but also like your what's that one brand? Onu Onu whatever it is. I don't remember, but it's a yeah, it's a they're like all a over propane the place now. fired one. Yeah. yeah. So like steel box. Integrating those into a an outdoor kitchen in some aspect is pretty easy to do now. Your point about smokers. So a lot of times now when people are coming in looking for a kitchenette or kitchen design outside, they want to obviously plan for their barbecue. Like I have a barbecue I want to build in. I also want a shelf yeah. for my smoker. Yep. It's becoming very common that people have both those things, a barbecue, a smoker, and now sometimes a pizza oven as well. And why not? It's fun. You're not going to have a pizza oven in your house, like your oven oven, but like, it's just more fun. It's just more fun. To have a pizza out of a pizza (laughs) oven, you know? Um, They taste better too. Refrigerators as part of that too. So certainly. uh, Who Who wants to be yelled at by their dad going into the house? Close the damn door! You're letting all the water. 
cold air out. Yeah. Just had a or actually wanting to outside. do that, right? Like who actually wants to get up and go all inside? Yeah. You're outside because it's beautiful outside. That's where you want to be. Well, I know like even at my in-laws, they got a cabin, but their primary hangout space outside is a patio that's like, it's a hundred feet from the house. Yeah. It's down, like down towards the lake. And it's like, you don't have to run back up to the house every time you want to grab another beer or grab another Coke. So it's nice to be able to have like this little built-in functional uh, cabinetry and kitchen, whatever. At the leisure place, too. Absolutely. Seamless indoor to outdoor transition. So this one's certainly starting to gain some steam, too. I know I've done some 3D designs for some people that were like, they wanted, when they were picking their decking colors, they were wanting to match it closely or at least complementary to their indoor flooring. And they wanted to make sure that the height of the floors were very similar so that when they came out of their sliding patio door, it was a seamless transition, both in aesthetic and feel, coming from inside to outside. So that's becoming more of a thing that people are wanting to carry that aesthetic through both spaces. Yeah. And that like goes back to who even knows which podcast it was, but we're, we had talked about that and building an extension of your house outside where it just costs a little bit less money to, to build it. You know, it's a little bit less expensive to build it outside than it is to build a part of the house. But the common, most common thing maybe that people usually do is they try to match their outdoor decking to their other outdoor things like well my house siding is this color therefore i want my decking to be this color my fence is this color so i want my decking to be this color and more and more people are like no no i want it to match the inside of the house not the outside of the house yeah so being an extension of that indoor indoor space absolutely and that can make you know make that whole space a little bit more inviting yep uh bold colors and patterns so neutral is always going to probably be the most dominant people are always going to go for those kind of neutral grays neutral browns and that's probably even smart if you're looking at it from resale value um, but Absolutely. if you're wanting to add some charisma and some character to a space then colors that pop i always say that one of my favorite colors not my favorite one of my, my like my favorite color on that wall of our decking samples on there is wolf teakwood because it's the brightest one that pops off the wall yeah. it just has it's just fun it's yeah. like vibrant i think it looks fantastic it doesn't sell very well at all. No. Um, Tiki Torch from Trex would be a similar kind of thing, just not quite as vibrant. But but then you look at like Fibron Cottage, just a plain gray, number one seller, not close all the time. Not even close. <laughs> right? Yep. But imagine like going into a space, it's like, you know, it's the same as going into somebody's house who the walls were painted a light beige because that's what home builders do. And versus going into somewhere that like an interior designer's done the decorating, there's a feature wall and there's accent rugs and there's accent Have furniture. And it's like, walls? that's always wow factor. Right now they're super popular. They're like, they're painting them a black or like a charcoal. And then they have like really light pine sort of like strips of pine oh, yeah. nailed on it. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that looks so sharp. Yeah. Like so sharp. Yeah. So that's exactly that. Right? You can do Bold colors like and patterns and stuff like that yeah. are, are, becoming more of a thing yeah and that's i think people need help with that too i certainly don't envision that perfectly all the time i know when we like if i was going to design my own house that's not something i feel like i don't know all the options and i don't have the vision to be able to be like yeah we should get this kind of chair and to to go with this rug and then this accent wall yeah yeah. so there's people that are really good at that maybe you need to hire somebody for your outdoor space as well uh number seven is privacy features so obviously a very, very uh, prominent thing that's happened in the last, f- as, as yards get smaller and city living gets tighter and privacy shrinks. Yeah, you're just so much closer to your neighbors, right? Yeah. It's so funny. Everybody comes in at 
every single person that has ever asked us for a privacy, well, not me, asked me for a privacy wall. It's like, well, like, I don't hate my neighbor, but I just <laughs> don't want to be right there with them, you know? Yeah. And so maybe that's your opportunity. Like maybe you want your decking to be, you know, a little more plain or a little bit like just not so crazy, but your feature wall, your privacy wall could do that for you, right? There's an opportunity to bring that teak wood in, or there's an opportunity to do yep. some bold patterns and bold lighting. And yeah, certainly whatever. you can kind of check a couple of these boxes with, especially some of those laser cut privacy screens that are out there now in the market totally. from uh, Oasis and Sunbelly and Hideaway and all that. Like yep. they have patterns on them. So they're an artistic touch yep. while providing functional privacy as well. Backlight them like, so cool. You can do yeah. some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. yeah. You start doing stuff like, uh, what's her name? Northern, Northern Outdoor. Yeah. Northern Outdoor? Northern, you know who you are. Like Eric? Daniel. Yeah. Oh, Eric. yeah, Daniel. Like, so, uh, anyway, that's a whole other level. Yeah. You want something that's going to blow your effing mind, then hire that guy to come and build your deck for you. Yeah. Or even or design, design it. Design it. Yeah. Uh, low maintenance landscaping. So the trend of people wanting to shift towards composite decking on the deck has been there for some time. Nobody wants to maintain their deck, but that's starting to bleed out into the whole yard too. So synthetic turf, uh, low maintenance plants, like plants that are very hardy and don't require a lot of watering and, and maintenance. Like yeah, people and just want easy now. Some they stones. Enjoy the space. Right. Yeah. Zero scaping is becoming a very popular thing too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Around my neighborhood, it's like, and even I look at it and be like, like, do we? Do we just do we? like... <laughs> At least the front yard, because we don't use it for anything. It's just it's just maintenance. Should we zeroscape it? So that's certainly becoming um, more popular as well. People have less and less time because we're all broke, especially in Canada. Uh, do we have less time? <laughs> yeah, I think we just like we're busier. We don't have less time. We're busier. Yeah, and lazier. I think we're lazier. That's what I think actually happens. You know. And there's this push to like have your children in everything. It's like the kids used to be able to just play on the street. And now it's like, well, now they're in dance and singing and volleyball and football and hockey and baseball. And it's like golf. Like why? Yep. Let them be kids. Let them like run around, have imagination. Yep. Uh, number nine, fire features. <clears throat> Ooh, I like fire features. Me too. Um, but fire features, obviously natural gas fire Pits have been popular for a while. The integration of fire features into tables and coffee tables and dining areas is always cool. It's not necessarily for the warmth or sitting on the fire, but it's just like, it's just, um, what am I trying to say? Not an artistic, but it's just like, it just adds an element of interest to a space. Yeah. From a design perspective, having a flickering flame where you gather is always uh, really cool as well. Um. Kev from Raven Builders wants to know if you saw his job site fire feature today. No, I didn't. I've been recording podcasts since I woke up. <laughs> I did not. Number 10, innovative lighting. I'll look at it, Kev. Uh, so we're talking about Northern Outdoor moments ago. It's like he's done some pretty innovative things with lighting. With Absolutely. fiber optic lighting and whatnot. Not what this is referring to, but... Uh, lighting continues to be one of those things that we just continue to tell people like, Dude, like save some money in the budget for your, for lighting. If you got to scale something else back, do it. But like, don't neglect the lighting in your own. I your just backyard. like I can't. Yeah, we can't stress it enough, and it's really hard. It seems like it's harder to sell because the consumer doesn't think about it, and so when you start to talk about it, they're just like, "Oh, you're just trying to upsell me." 
it's like I don't like I'm I actually don't think of it as an upsell. I think it should be part of your deck. I think it should be there. It's so. I think it's just hard for people to visualize the impact it has. And it's hard to show them too unless you're working with a designer who can render that stuff out for you. But it's like when you come in and you look it's hard enough for them to look at deck board samples and envision that in their deck. Yeah. But it's even harder to look at a light in a box and be like, what does this do exactly on yep. my in my space? I don't get it. And they won't get it until they like then they get the deck built and it's like then at night they're like, Okay, maybe some lighting would help. And then they get it like, Oh, but how do you get them to understand that before all that is like, that's yeah. tricky. You just need a bunch of pictures, right? Yeah. So, but lighting, like the options for lighting are, are numerous. Now it's become more and more popular. You've got plenty of low voltage lighting options out there. Super cool fixtures that do all sorts of things. Yeah. Um, both functionally and aesthetically beautiful and safety reasons. Absolutely. But also your solar lights have become more reliable in days. They've become more styled too. Like the, they used they to be so like gaudy. They yeah. were so big it's and like a bulky black solar panel. And then like it shot light out from somewhere. Yeah. Now there's like, there's still lots of that out there too. Yes. Absolutely. But there's some that's more nondescript. It's like, now it's like a nice looking light that happens to have a yeah. solar panel on it. Versus and it has some like longevity to it as well. It used to be that the, the solar lights were so bad. Like they were so bad. They had, you know, they'd be dead in two years. Yeah. At, yeah. At best. Yeah. So anyways, good to, uh, good to see that progressing. Yeah. Certainly. Health and wellness spaces. So this kind of ties into the multi-purpose spaces a little bit, but um, as people kind of get not, I'm not thinking gym oh, equipment this time, well, but that just was more like was. open space for relaxation, yoga, meditation, that kind of thing. Just a, just Definitely. a calming space to like, Connect your body and soul and mind. Wade. Have you ever tried to do any sort of yoga? Remember when you tried like to hit that guy in the head of the hockey stick and knock yeah. his mind out of his body yeah. and soul? I should have. I should have had a a space in my deck that I could have went and stood at. Yeah, you probably wouldn't have been so mad that day. I wouldn't have been angry an elf. Space. Well, I wouldn't have been an angry elf <laughs> trying to hit him in the face. Uh, yoga. Have you ever tried to do yoga? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. With I, a dog? No. Well, like my old dog, probably. But so, like. At any moment, if I decide that I'm going to like do a sit up or do a push up or lay on the floor because my back hurts, my dog thinks that that means we're going to wrestle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've so, seen lots of videos of this scenario. It's so funny. It's just like you're thinking of a health and wellness space and you're like, yeah, we should just like lay down on the deck. It's like, well, I, I don't. I wouldn't until my dog is dead. Put uh, your dog in the house. Well, he enjoys the outside as well. You well, know? if you'd also like to enjoy it, the dog's got to go in the house. <laughs> One or the other. Yeah, take turns. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if that's a big part of your life, then having a dedicated space outside uh, planned in is obviously a great idea. <coughs> it's missed a call. That's why Number check. 12, water features. So fountains, small ponds. Like I'm a big fan of this. It's not like, here's one of those things where I don't know how to get there, nor do I want to spend the money to get there, but boy, do I appreciate it when I see it, when it's well done. Like, I love the idea of ponds. I would love if I had a pond. In my, I want nothing to do with the maintenance of it. I don't want to yeah. build it. I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to maintain it, but I love ponds, fish aquariums, that kind of thing. So I could totally get on board with that kind of thing, but that's not like, that's not the only way to incorporate water. There's fountains, there's like spillover features, there's water. Yeah. Bowls, some of those all like sorts of things you can knife do. edge waterfalls are like, you could, you could sell me one of those. Yeah. I put a little bit of light behind it. 
the and visual the and the sound too. For me, it's the sound. Trickling, so you like put it in, yeah. like you put it on in the evening, and it just drowns out the like screaming neighbors, and it drowns out the sirens. You know, it's like a yeah. city has just white noise, right? Yeah. And if you can just create this like oasis in your backyard, I'd be a big fan of that for sure. I know that. Do like, you want to answer this call from no, California? No. Okay. Hopefully, it's somebody fun. It might be Blake actually. Um. I'm that person that absolutely loves to walk into a well-manicured backyard that feels like a jungle, but I could never pull it off myself. Like, I wouldn't know how to get there. Ooh, I wouldn't want a full jungle. Like, I think it's really cool. Like, Frazier's backyard even, like, there's lots of greenery and, and like, like, that's awesome. I just don't know how to do that. You look at my backyard, my backyard is built within my <laughs> abilities. Therefore, there's, like, there's deck, there's more a deck, there's a playhouse, there's a mostly lawn. finished garage, not a tree, there's no tree, <laughs> no trees. Like there's, I got no, trees. but I really like those things. <laughs> I just don't know how to do them properly. Um, water features much the same. Uh, yeah, I used well, to have. Why don't you do this? Why don't you challenge yourself to do that this year? Put a water feature in your backyard. It's called a rink, which I didn't even do that this year. <laughs> and hard, here's the reason: hard water. It was too damn warm to freeze the rink until Christmas. So I didn't put it up yeah. before then because it was like, well, it's the water's the ice is just gonna be like shit, garbage, it's gonna be rotten. Mm-hmm. So I didn't put it in before Christmas because it was like, won't freeze at plus three, and then after Christmas, kind of got back and all of a sudden we went into that cold snap where it was like minus fifty. It's like, well, I'm not gonna go out there and do it now, nor is anybody gonna use it right now. Mm-hmm. So wait till that snap is gone, and that happened just while we were gone last week. Now I'm back. Now it's like plus seven, getting warm again, and like. I'm only going to get a month out of this, month and a half of use before it's too warm to do again. So I don't, like a rink might not happen this year in my backyard, which is unfortunate, but, but anyway, um, that's that. I used to have a big fish aquarium like years and years ago, like 10 years ago in my house, like a, f- not huge, like a 50 gallon, like pretty good size one. And I just, I like underwater like environments. I like having like the fish aquarium with all the shit built up and the plants there and the fish. Like I just, I could watch, it's like watching fire, you know, and you can sit there and stare at a fire and it's like mesmerizing. Aquariums are like that for me too. They're mesmerizing. So a, that's strange. A, a natural like pond in the so backyard. I've heard I the science behind why fire is mesmerizing. Why? So the flame flickers at the same speed that your snaps, synapses in your brain fire. Okay. It's like they're, they synchronize. That's what happens. That's why you're able to like. Well, maybe the fishy's tails. Also flap. I was actually thinking about that and I was like, I wonder if the bubbles move and it's like, nope, that's way too slow. But I don't know what it is. It's just like, I find that. Maybe it's like your God complex. You like to be able to just watch the creatures that you've created, brought into this world. And But I think that like, I've never gone scuba diving, but I think that that would be like, that would be calming for me. I think being underneath that, away from everything, quiet and seeing this other world would be like, that's something I would enjoy. And I think that's why I like aquariums and stuff like that too. It's like viewing into this quiet serene world i haven't done scuba diving i've done like a bit of snorkeling and that's fun like it's good it's quiet there's no noise right so quiet yeah uh but it's really unnerving when you swim over a shelf and it's just black oh yeah i didn't that's no good no thanks yeah (laughs) i might fall down there oh boy yeah oh this is real bad so that's um 12 What's your Trends favorite? to keep an eye out what for do you think in 2024. Does the best in 2024. Um, oh, like favorite out of all these, I like. I still think that the outdoor kitchens thing is something that just should be like. I think that's something that everybody should plan for. That's what people are going to do more of. You think, hey? I well, 
Well, that's a different question. I don't, I do, I agree. I, I was the, like, the low maintenance landscaping is probably what I think are people going to do more of? Probably that one. Yeah. The kitchens are nice. So to Kevin's point, um, he was talking about, you know, putting in a grill and a smoker and some like countertops and a sink and a fridge. It becomes so nice. You know, you just go out in the backyard to, to prep and cook yeah. and serve all off of that area. It doesn't heat your house up in the summertime, right? You're not running the stove and you're not in and out of the door and letting bugs in. It's just like. Yeah, I'm a foodie and I enjoy cooking. And if it's happening on a barbecue, it's like, like I enjoy it, but my wife is always also like, I don't use the barbecue. That'll kill you. You go do it. It's like, what is that? What is that? You don't care if I blow up in the barbecue? She actually asked me a question the other day uh, about how much you were insured for. So that maybe that's why (laughs) she she was super curious all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, but for me personally, I think that outdoor kitchen, I would, re- I would personally really enjoy that. I would also love to have just like a sunken living room area with a TV and like a cover over top. Like that to me would be awesome. Like if I go outside and sit down and like watch movies or watch live sports outside in this cozy little environment with a covered roof, it can be, it doesn't have to be watertight, just like something to cozy up the space, something to define the space. I feel like that's, I designed a deck for somebody one time really that was going to be. Uh, they walked, like the deck was whatever, two feet high or something, and they walked out, and I actually put it down at, to a set of stairs, and then I told them to dig into the ground, like to dig into the earth and then do like pavers and big like retaining wall stone and stuff and a yep. fire table in the middle and do like a sunken living room, but in their backyard. I was like, sink it right into the ground. Yep. I was like, uh, we lost. We didn't get that job. <laughs> they... It probably cost him. There money. is something about that changing levels and dropping down. They were like, I it's want a car. Closer. And I was like, here's a Lamborghini. And they were yeah. like, that's not the car. <laughs> yeah. And then they left. Missed the point. But that's it. Uh, keep an eye out for those trends. If you have some trends that you think are on their way, like share them and maybe we'll do another podcast with 12 more trends. But for now. You want to skim any of these? Nope. No, I don't. Okay. I got no time for that. <laughs> See you next week. See you guys. Hey, thank you for listening to the Ultimate Deck Podcast. Now you know what we're about. Check the site. Come and shop. UltimateDeckShop.com. Hit us right away for sponsorships. So tell us if you want to collaborate. Let's go. Check us out on any social networks. Thank you for listening.